Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro as Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is the show we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody hanging out in the Discord chat room. Good we'll take a couple morning. moments to let everybody uh, get into the live stream here. We're streaming on all the networks. Uh, everything looks good. We have check marks across the board. Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, and X. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> you know how X the X is pronounced. <laughs> yeah. So it's G S H. Yeah, it's it, it's now. <laughs> Iter. <laughs> yeah. Scope. Instead of like Periscope, we'll call it X-Scope. That'd be funny. Anyway, we are hanging out in the Discord server. Adafruit has its own Discord server. The URL for that is discord.gg slash Adafruit. Welcome, everybody. So far, we have Duester, Squid.jpg, Rosin, hanging out in the Discord chat. Also got a wider chat view here. I think it's coming in from Facebook and Periscope and LinkedIn. Good morning, Jonathan Simmons. Hello. I think it's LinkedIn. Yep. Good. Yanni Scoo is in the house as well, saying sabers. Yes, saber sabers. All the sabers this week. Mick Carter, good morning. Hello. <clears throat> I'm going to have to do a lot of muting. I am still... Recovering from COVID, we're doing a bunch of the lightsaber shots. <laughs> Definitely worth forgetting Maybe. those cool hero Allegedly shots. Allegedly got it, perhaps. I saw that guy coughing right in our direction in the marketplace. Really? <laughs> right. the, that robot's doing his little. All right. Well, you went, <laughs> you traveled all the way to to Black Spire's post at the at the far edge mm -hmm. of the galaxy. Pedro traveled to get these shots. I might as well be on I theme here. The <laughs> you brought back the space, <laughs> the space variant. It's reached far and wide across the galaxy. Yeah, I'm starting to feel um, better now. I'm glad you're feeling I'm better. And uh, feeling it on Monday, like in the afternoon. Yeah. So after the show, Pedro West up. I am going continue to, to take uh, rest. orange juice or whatever it is you want to take. <laughs> Just water. Just water. Very well. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Go pay some bills. Today's coupon code is Jedi Sith. Whether you want to be a Jedi or a Sith, or, you're going to need a lightsaber. And you're going to want a coupon code to get 10% off your order from anything in the Adafruit shop that's a physical good. And then after that, be sure to check out adafruit.com free for all the details that are going on. Two items right now as we work to get more supplies in. If your order is 149 or more, you're going to get a free Adafruit KB2040 keyboard driver. That's that lovely RP2040 board. Great for keyboard projects. And if your order is 299 or more, you'll get the KB2040 Plus A Circuit Playground Express. We are still working with uh, our, our, our shipping team and um, trying to make sure we can uh, get everything back to, uh, to offer other freebies like the ground shipping from ups but we're still working on getting everything back to normal but that's what the deals are these get automatically added to your cart no uh no coupons necessary for that one but you can still add your coupon that's pretty much it for the intro um 
Nice, simple. Let's see. Yeah, nice and simple. So this week we have the lightsaber project. I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the learn guide. Just have it loaded there. So if you go to learn.adafruit.com, you'll see the lightsaber prop maker RP2040 is now out and released. We had a lot of fun remaking this project with the new prop maker feather. It's her favorite board right now for making props because it is fully so engineered. Pleasurable to assemble. Yeah. <laughs> While making the guide, I had to take it apart a dozen times. And I was able to do so without any desoldering, which was amazing. Normally, you have to solder everything to a pin, but not for this one. You do have to do a little bit of soldering, of course, for the strips and the switch. But everything else, screw block terminal is very nice to have. Um, let's uh, take a look at, uh, I guess, the Sabre itself. Why We were asked to send these STL files off to JLCPCB. And they offer a lovely 3D printing service. So these were printed in black resin on an SLA 3D printer. So this is black resin. And they has the sanding option. And both, we got two copies. Peter has his copy, I have my copy. Um, they were both under $50 with shipping for two of these. And that's the hilts, the pommel, uh, the PCB holder, the battery holder, even the blade holder. Um, the blade holder, unfortunately, had a little update because it was too loose to hold the blade because it needs to be a super tight press fit. But we went ahead and updated the CAD. Um, there you go. Pedro has it there. Um, it's this uh, translucent SLA resin, um, and it's uh, better for the blade itself so that you can actually <laughs> see it through the emitter here. I just used white PLA um, to, to, to get the color to diffuse through there. But man, these resin prints are amazing. They have a really nice smooth, uh, texture to them because they are indeed sanded. You can choose to have them sanded or not, um, which is really cool. And I think they also offer some different colors, but Lamar really wanted the black. Um, cause you know, Adafruit loves good. the color black. Yeah. It's more of a gunmetal gray, but close enough. <clears throat> And yeah, it's more like a gunmetal gray. And it feels like a ceramic or something. I really it like does feel like a porcelain it. ceramic kind of coffee mug style. Mm -hmm. But it's got this matte finish. It feels a lot uh, a lot better in the hands, I think, which is nice. So uh, one of the things we wanted to do with the update to the lightsaber was to get the code to have a feature where you can change the colors of the blade. Um, so we collaborated with Liz Clark, and she uh, modified the code and added that feature so that... Uh, you can hold down on the RGB LED button and uh, get in and out of this color changing mode. But it has the same motion activated lights and sounds that you're familiar with. Um, it can crash, turns white, and it has a random choice uh, for the different swings. So you have a few different swing um, sound effects. So that is uh, a quick demo of it. Another thing we're really happy with is the pommel screws off because it has a thread and then there is the pcb holder super easy battery sticks right there um, you have a usb-c port for recharging the battery programming and then you have a built-in slide switch here to turn the whole circuit on or off if you really want it to be turned off but while it's in its off state um, the led stays lit so you know that it's on <laughs> so that's really cool and uh, it's all uh, open source in terms of the design. Of course, the hardware is open source too, but the, the hilt design can be modified in whatever CAD package you want. We have a Fusion 360 file, 
also the step file so you can modify all the parts. Um, yeah, I think folks that have like custom made CNC aluminum hilts can be able to reuse the PCB yeah. holder if they want, if the sizes are all right. And if not, you can update the diameters in whatever CAD package. So you can have like a, a whole CNC hilt like uh, like you can because you can purchase CNC hilts um, that are in aluminum and the various online suppliers and folks that make their own. So, yeah, super fun. Uh, Pedro, you had a lot of fun taking it to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney World. You got some amazing shots. They just let you in, huh? Like, they just let you in with your own custom <clears throat> lightsaber. No, yeah. When you go through the metal detector, you just hold it out and walk through. <laughs> right. That's it. That's cool. So anytime you have, like, an electronics that you want to show off there, I just, like, when I go in with robots, just have it on your shoulder or whatnot and walk right in, hold it out. They shouldn't give you too much trouble with that. Cool. This version here was our first, my first model. It's um, using FDM filament uh, on just a Creality Ender printer. Uh, all the parts print without any support material. They're all oriented to to print, uh, you know, it, it, without any supports. There's the threading right there. You can see it here. Um, this is that like silver glitter. So you get a bit of a shine. It looks kind of nice on the on the uh, webcam, but compared to the resin print, you know, you're still going to see some layer lines and stuff. Um, and this pommel, I just uh, swapped it out. This is the resin pommel. I thought it'd be fun to switch to see if the parts are interchangeable. They totally are. Um, there's some things that I couldn't have uh, printed with the resin uh, 3D printing service from JLCPCB, namely these little grips. They're just too thin. Like they're 0.4 millimeters mm -hmm. thick. Because mm -hmm. I really want them to be like decals. Um, but I printed them in this glittery dark galaxy black. Um, and because I use the texture uh, PEI bed, it has a little bit of a uh, of a texture to it. So that makes it look less like it's 3D printed. You could paint this. You could use decals or something else. Uh, or actually use real rubber, like cut out real rubber with a like a plotter or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really impressed how they uh, the resin was able to print the little pegs here for the snap fit PCB holder. So no screws needed for your PCB. A little bit of a slot here if you want whole, uh, wires to come out there. But yeah, and it flexes slightly so that you can get the PCB in there. And uh, this stuff is apparently uh, heat high temperature resistant and also um, durable is what they say. So that's good to know. Maybe it's more durable than the filament. There's no layer lines, so I'm thinking it's going to be a little bit more uh, durable um, than the FDM stuff, but we'll see. I haven't dropped mine yet. Somebody asked, what is this? It's the lightsaber. That's a 3D printed lightsaber with the new uh, Feather RP2040 uh, prop maker. And we have a question, where is the Discord server? Right up there, discord.gg slash Adafruit. Let's see if I can point to it with my lightsaber. <laughs> there. I was doing that. Uh, Here are you? Pointing, okay. pointing at stuff. I'll, I'll post the, uh, okay. the coming up. I'm like, I was grabbing shirts off the, you know, when they're too high. <laughs> you know, those oh, yeah. That's the funny. merchants use. That's what I was using it as okay. to bring down stuff. <laughs> yeah. So uh, very, very fun project. Uh, this, uh, the original prop maker feather, uh, was conceived because 
lightsabers was the thing that Lamar wanted us to build. Mm -hmm. And uh, here we are a couple of years later. Can't get uh, some of the chips, um, like namely the, the Atmel chips. So it's nice to uh, to move off, move away from that chipset and go with the uh, the more readily available RP2040 from the Raspberry Pi Foundation. So there we go. Um, I guess next we'll take a look at the learn guide. I'm just kind of breeze through what the uh, instructions are like for building one of your own lightsabers, whether you 3D print it or send it off to a 3D printing service like JLCPCB. Um, yeah, I think you'll like the uh, the uh, the streamlined building process. Um, if you were one of the lucky few that were able to get the RP2040 prop maker feather, it was half off last week oh, yeah. on JP's product pick of the week. And maybe that's why it sold out because <laughs> everybody bought it for half the price, which is cool. Um, but we still have some other things in stock like the RGB LED button, the NeoPixel strips, um, the speaker is out of stock. So is the, uh, the battery, but we still have the slide switches and all the various cables and wires that you're, uh, you're going to want. Um, but if you want to get notified when these are back in stock, you can click on the uh, link, add your email if you want here. And uh, you get an email when these are back in stock. We're trying to make more of these. So there's the story on that one. Some things that you want to purchase outside of Adafruit are the polycarbonate tube to create the blade. I'm a big fan of uh, getting the 24-inch long ultra-edge heavy-grade blade from the fine folks at ultrasabers.com. They've been selling these for a long time now. And you can get them um, pre kind of tip you can get a round tip or a pointed tip and it's only going to cost you about 24 bucks for this polycarbonate tube of course you can buy your own polycarbonate tube and cut it to size and create your own tip but i really like theirs because they actually add a little bit of um internal uh what do you call it uh, diffusing material that makes it a little bit more diffused when you're putting the neopixel strip inside so uh i think that and um some other things like coroplast is this uh, corrugated plastic sheet that's going to create um, a nice diffusing material and structure for your NeoPixel strip so that it doesn't like uh, get uh, kinked inside or, or it keeps it straight basically. And, and, and because it's translucent, um, it diffuses the NeoPixel. Other things like clear scotch tape and double-sided note tape or things you want to have on hand as well. Okay, let's take a look at the circuit diagram. Most of the things are going to go into the screw block terminal, which is really nice. Um, some things that get soldered to pins, though, is the RGB LED. Um, we just ran out of uh, pins um, for the screw block terminal, so that's why we're using uh, individual pins. If you ever wired up a RGB LED, it's pretty much the same. Um, you have uh, four connections. One goes to the three volt pin, and then you have uh, a digital pin for each LED. Um, the battery just connects. The slide switch also gets soldered to some pins, the enable and ground pin. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a pretty straightforward um, circuit diagram. CAD files. Here are all the CAD files. Um, not too many parts. Again, they all print without any support material, which is really nice. On an FDM. You're probably going to need supports if you're doing a resin printer. If you have your own resin printer, you know the drill. Um, we tend to avoid... Uh, resin prints. We haven't done that in quite a while, but hey, there are some low-cost, affordable 3D printing services out these days. 
namely PCB way and JLC PCB. For this one, we use JLC PCB. And I figured I'd add some options here of uh, what I chose. So SLA resin, black resin, it's a grayish black color. And I chose to, yes, sand it for me, please. And that's why you get these really nice um, smooth matte finish on these parts. Um, another part um, that was uh, printed in resin from JLCPCB was the blade holder. I used these 8001 translucent because um, I didn't want that. I needed that to be um, you know, translucent so that the light of the NeoPixel shines through it. Um, so uh, that's the only part that it's a little bit different than the, uh, the black resin. But otherwise, if you have your own 3D printer, you probably want to know what the minimum build volume is required. So um, 80 by 80 by 190 millimeters. That's the, uh, the, the length, the height of the, uh, of the hilts, which is probably the biggest part. Um, so yeah, and then if you actually want just like the PCB of the feather, you want to have that included into your CAD design, um, you can use our our 3D models that's uh, on GitHub, you can get access to those. Those are free downloads in various formats like STEP, STL, and Fusion 360. That has all the components there for you. So you can make sure that your design has all the proper clearances. So that's the CAD files. When you get your Feather, um, it's uh, you're going to want to install CircuitPython. Easy to do so. You get it into bootloader mode, drag and drop the, uh, the file to install automatically install the latest version of CircuitPython. Because the code is done in CircuitPython. Shout out to Liz Clark for adding these features and making it uh, a little bit upgraded now with the latest versions and latest libraries in CircuitPython. Um, everything's commented, so if you want to change up the uh, the array of colors, you can do that here in the, in the, uh, in the top of the code. Um, you'll probably want to keep all the pinouts the same unless you want to use different pens for the RGB LED. It's up to you. Um, the NeoPixels here, if you want to change the max brightness, you can do that. You can make it lower. You can change the, the sensitivity of the accelerometer. Um, that's all done here. And if you want to add any more modes, you can modify the logic in the loop here if you want. Um, but yeah, we have a bunch of uh, sound effects as well. Make sure you use the uh, download project bundle button. That'll grab the libraries, the code, and the audio files, which is really nice. These are all WAV files. Um, they just tend to play a little bit better um, with CircuitPython. You could do MP3s, but we prefer the WAV files because um, it just kind of plays better. Um, so we have a few crashes and swings. And uh, there's a special sound effect uh, for the color mode. We wanted to have a different sound effect instead of the idle humming, you know, the hum sound effect that you that's iconic to the lightsaber. We wanted to have a different sound effect. So we chose this sound effect, but you can change it up if you like. Um, and then there's a nice breakdown of all the different uh, pieces of the code. So you can check those out. And shout out to Liz for putting the write-up together as well. Very awesome. Yeah. When it comes to wiring, we got all the steps here. Real, 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 real quick, uh, yeah. there's questions on the 3D printing before we move on. One of them is, what is the total cost from JLC for the parts? 
Yeah, so for for us, I got a I got two copies of each part, and it was about fifty dollars with shipping. Okay. So I think if you are just doing one set of the parts, it's going to be about thirty dollars. Um, depending on where you are, the the shipping uh, costs might change. The shipping is the highest cost of this when you're doing the uh, ordering the parts. Um, I was doing some tests with the the Master Sword. I think it was like twelve fifty. For all the parts, <laughs> twelve dollars and fifty cents U.S. dollars, and so. then the shipping is like, oh, here's where is it? What was it like sixteen to twenty dollars? Yeah, no, I think it was like thirty bucks or something. Oh, thirty like bucks? That. Oh. <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's the cost that was uh, on our end. Second, but, yeah, under a hundred dollars, which is amazing. Yeah, and the quality. I mean amazing and yeah the fact that they sand it for you that's, that's like what i was about to say labor the there. labor that you don't have to deal with all that and the second question is what was it the bah, bah, bah. oh no supports required for a non-resin printer that's right yay no supports everything's just chamfered out everything's at a 45 degree angle angle more or less yeah, um, ready to go. yeah and then one last question See, it was Taith. Uh, they received all the parts that they need, and sadly, didn't have any speakers though. So uh, oh. I've been using my favorite new speaker—not new. It's ones that we used to use before. The mini oval speaker has the short little wire. Oh, that's right. I just use the Pico Blade extension cable because that's a good tip. going into a terminal. If you had gotten the oval one with the longer cable, you could snap that off. Or if you still use the extension, you have all this extra wire that you don't need. So yeah, it's true. This is these are indeed in stock. Yeah, this just has a, a shorter better, wire. It's a better way, I think, because you can easily. Um, yeah, you don't have to cut. Extension cable is already cut. You know, yeah, you're right. So <laughs> even if you need saying... to it, you just cut it, cut it, and you're not wasting like the um, the plug part or the socket part of it. It's already cut. <laughs> you already yeah. get the other side of it. So I would um, definitely for. Especially upcoming with the uh, Master Sword, it's going to be the exact same way. Uh, just pick up the smaller uh, cabled oval speakers and then grab a bunch of these Pico extenders. Yeah, these are great. Super good tip. I should have added these to the to the guide. I guess I will now. Oh, the come. Uh, I'll talk about it when you're when you're showing off the assembly. The button, the six pin cable extension. Oh man. So oh, you good. like that one? Oh yeah. <laughs> It is going to require an extension, the the with making your own anyway. With the ribbon, uh, the silicone ribbon cable, you're going to have to extend it just a little bit. But right. When you're done, you just plug them in, and it's perfect. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so for the RGB LED button, you are going to want six wires. Um, but I split it up. I use the four-pin, um, Pico Mullix blade connector. And I just created my own uh, two-wire silicone ribbon cable so that I can differentiate the, uh, mm -hmm. the button from the RGB LED. Um, thankfully, you don't need a resistor for the RGB LED. It's a built into the body of the button. But uh, the button has labels on it. So RGB is the labeling on it. And then C+, which is like the voltage pin. So, um, you know, I have it here uh, written out. Uh, how I did it, like the red goes to the red LED, the white wire goes to green, the black wire goes to blue. I thought that made sense. But if you have the four pin, I think it comes in like uh, all the colors. 
like RGB colors. Is that That's right? why I like the, the six pin because every yeah. single color that is there mm -hmm. it corresponds to what Able. the color is. Yeah. Yeah, like this one, for example. Yeah. And it says all the colors. It worked out so perfect. Yeah. And here's the four pin one. That's the one I used. You're limited in your color choice. But yeah, the six pin looks nice. And it's in stock. And it, you know, it comes in a pair, so that's really nice. Mm -hmm. And they're small enough to fit inside yeah. and through all the parts inside the hilt. So that's really nice. Yeah, these are pretty. Very nice. Gotta get more. We only had one pair. So I got really? one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I need more. I forgot. Well, that's good. That's a good tip. Use it on. Yeah. So feel free to use your own cables and stuff, whatever you have on hand. Um, but yeah, you got to solder to the uh, the pins. I wouldn't recommend like quick connects because it's just kind of tight in the hilt. You don't want to use those quick connects. They have a really long kind of connector bit at the end. Oh so God, maybe yeah. avoid those. The slide switch, um, it has to get soldered to the enable and ground pin uh, pins on the feather. So you're going to have to kind of create your own wire cable for the slide switch. It's our favorite slide switch because it's so embeddable. It's so easy to kind of mount it to. I guess for the speaker wire, if you got the shorter cable, you just connect that um, that extension cable. But if you do have the longer cable, you're just going to want to cut off um, the connector bit and tin those uh, those tips uh, so that you can uh, screw them in to the, uh, the screw block terminals. So we're going to solder in the slide switch wires to the feather. I chose the bottom of the feather. Luckily, you have pins labelings on them on the bottom of the PCB, so that's really nice. Um, but you want it to be kind of short because it doesn't really travel far because it's all built into the um, into the PCB holder. And then you want to solder uh, your four pin or six pin connector cables uh, to um, to the various pins. If you're using the six pin, I guess you're going to want to use the uh, screw block terminal for the button, the switch pins, right? Instead mm -hmm. of soldering to the pins. Um, but yeah, the pin labeling is here too. Um, and if you do use different pins, you're going to want to update the code because uh, the code's looking for very specific pins. So uh, the red LEDs is set up to pin 10. Um, the green LED is 11 and the blue LED is 12. But you could change those up. Just make sure you change the code. For the blade assembly, um, depending on your polycarbonate tube, you might want to have to print your blade um, tip which we have a CAD file for that. It should press fit. Um, but I really like the uh, the Ultra Saber polycarbonate suits because they have that resin printed tip that diffuses nicely. It's like a glued on or somehow attached where you don't got to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's glued on. Yeah. So yeah, it's really nice to have that already done for you. Um, all right. And then uh, the NeoPixel strip, we're using a, the mini skinny NeoPixel strip. And there's uh, 40, 144 LEDs per meter, so you can just get one reel of it. And that should be, that should, I think, go up to, well, a meter long. <laughs> how, how, whoops, how, let me do a quick calculation. One meter, two inches, that's 39 inches long. So if your polycarbonate tube is that long, you can make it that long. I chose the 24 long inch blade car polycarbonate tube, so... I ended oh, up only, yeah. I ended up only needing eighty-five pixels, but you can update the code if you're using more or less, depending on your poly polycarbonate tube. Um, but you do want to create your coroplast 
strip so that the NeoPixel strip becomes like this stick that's rigid and it diffuses. Notice that um, I'm not like doing a double-sided NeoPixel strip because the coroplast and the polycarbonate tube work together to make this. Um, basically, uh, you don't you can't see where the blade, you know, mm -hmm. which side is the NeoPixels facing. It doesn't matter because it's fully. Uh, even when it's turned off, you really can't see. Okay. So, uh, a little bit, but when you have this around, you're you're not gonna be able really? to tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you can kind of tell on yours. Bit. I wonder. Yeah. Huh. I wonder why that is. Yeah, yours kind of shows a little bit of a dark spot. Yeah. It's the same polycarbon tube, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it's your camera. It's the camera. It's doing. Yeah. It there you go. Now you can kind of <laughs> see. Yeah. In real life. In yeah. real life, you really can't see it because it's a light source, right? Mm-hmm. So. But anyway, if you want to add more pixels, you totally can. I chose not to because it, it lowers the build cost and it increases the battery life. Yeah. So it would go. But um, these NeoPixel strips have these stock cables, which I'm not a fan of. So you want to desolder those. And uh, I, I took it out of the sheathing too so that I can double stick it to that uh, strip of uh, coroplast. And then I add the uh, the three pin JST cable uh, to it. So you want to cut your strip depending on how long your blade is, your tube, and then you'll want two uh, two strips of this um, coroplast stuff. And then I use the double sided tape to stick it, and then I sandwiched it together, and then use scotch tape wrapped it around. Here you can get a better look at it. Um, so that's how it uh, it's working. So once it's uh, inside the tube. Like here, um, yeah, it just diffuses nicely. And you can see there's a little bit of liner material inside the Ultra Sabers polycarbonate tube, which is quite nice. All right, that's the blade. It gets its own page because it's a bit of a thing itself. Next up, we're going to put everything together. So there's a special battery clip for the 2200 milliamp LiPo battery. I like these because they're a little bit more durable. Actually, they're a lot more durable uh, than the the soft lipos, and it's cylindrical, so it's going to fit inside, you know, a cylindrical hilt. Um, so that just slides in. Connect that to the uh, the, the feather, and then to get uh, the uh, the PCB holder set up, we're going to want to start with the uh, slide switch. It gets uh, press fitted in between those two um, standoffs that are built into the the PCB holder. And then you're just going to want to do a little bit of uh, bundling of the wires. You'll want those wires to pass under the PCB. And then um, you'll insert the, the feather at an angle and then just kind of snap fit it in to the other side. And then there's your slide switch. It's right in, uh, facing up with the uh, USB-C connector. So it's easy to turn off the whole circuit. And then your wires are all coming out on the, on the back of the feather where the screw block terminal is. You'll start with... Uh, uh, screwing and fastening the um, the speaker wires, and then the uh, the rest of it, <laughs> the uh, the the actually no, not yet. Um, you kind of set that aside and then start installing um, the blade holder. That press um, the JST connector fits through the hole on the bottom, and this is what's going to get um, press fitted into the into the end of the blade. 
where the wire is coming out. Then you'll want to add your JST connection so that it can go through um, the hilt. But uh, first, you'll want to get the RGB LED button installed. You'll want to get that in there, get the wires to pass all the way through the bottom. And then you'll want to get the blade wires um, coming through the bottom of the hilt. So you have all your wired connections now. We'll go ahead and, and connect. Just plug in your either six pin or four pin um, connector there. And then now you can screw, um, insert and fasten the uh, the three wires from the, the new pixel strip, the blade, and then the two wires from the, um, the button, the RGB LED button. And that's kind of it. Now you can, once those are screwed in with the screw block terminals, now you can start installing the stuff. You want to start with the battery. So you want to fit that in, making sure that none of the wires have been kinked. There's a uh, plenty of room in the battery holder uh, to let those wires pass through. So you just want to orient it where the cables are going to pass through nicely. Um, I ended up using a screwdriver to kind of push the rest of the, uh, the battery inside. And then that way you can uh, start fitting the PCB holder into the hilt, the bottom of the hilt. Um, there is a, a flange on the outside of the PCB holder to prevent the PCB holder from like fully going inside. And it also lets you slide it out too. So that's a nice little design feature of the PCB holder. Now you want to secure the button. Um, I'm actually not using the included hex nut because I found that the rubber ring uh, makes a good kind of uh, solution to hold it in place, to like press fit it in place. So I just kind of force it in and the, uh, the rubber tends to like just kind of flex and stretch a little bit so that it gets nicely um, gripped into the, uh, into the hole of yeah, the hilt. All the wires, I don't think there's a lot of room to stick your thumb in there to, you know, hold on to the actual uh, nut. It is, that is why, yeah, you're right. There's a way to actually do that. Yeah, there's no way, way to do it, so. What I had to do was use two of the rubber things, so one from, like, another one of the uh, oh, okay. things, so. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah it's sticking a little bit, but, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, the, it's just my printer that was a little bit loose. But oh, okay. How it is. Right on. Okay. <clears throat> cool. And then um, you'll want to test the circuit before installing the blade emitter. So I was able to test it out because uh, you just kind of turn it on and use the button. Um, and then from there, you want to slide. Sorry about that. I got a spam call during a live show. Um, the blade emitter slides on through the top of the blade, and then it gets um, screwed onto the hilt. And uh, we updated the design so that it's a nice tight fit. So you want to make sure that everything is nice and tight um, when you fasten the blade emitter onto the hilt. And that's what keeps the blade inside. Um, then you can use the slide switch to turn it on and off. You can easily remove the pommel and put it back on. And that's kind of it, man. It's uh, Again, I've taken this thing apart a dozen times. Excuse me. And it's uh, it's been really, uh, really fun. So. Once you're done, you have your lightsaber. Yeah. I like that you can actually use these for battle. <laughs> you could. Yep. Just be careful not to drop it, <laughs> I guess. Oh, the parts. Yeah. Yeah. You could try CT machining it, I suppose, as well. We haven't yeah. tried that, but. I think yeah. our next goal is some sort of uh, some lathe or something. To... Right. Yeah, they do have CNC machine, but I just haven't tried it. Yeah. So. And the sounds are pretty good. Um, 
course, you could muffle it if you cover it, but I think most lightsabers have the like, sound coming out of the pommel. Mm -hmm. I didn't want any noticeable holes here, so that's why uh, I chose to have the the pommel have the holes for the for the audio. I really like the uh, the variable sounds that you get. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, so much better. It gives it yeah, it's so much better than our original lightsaber. So much better than the ones that. Disney, because they literally just go through a track list oh, really? in order every single time. So you know what sound effect coming up next after a bit. <laughs> How funny, huh? Yeah. And I don't think, especially like the cheaper ones, uh, don't have the color changing ability. And that's yeah, one think... of the things I wanted to really brag about. But when we were there shooting film, I saw some lady had one and she was cycling through different colors. Really? But I don't know if that was, you know, like the $300 one that you build yourself or right. you know, maybe she had already the CAD files and built yours already. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I really like the two. See, the Disney ones that are that are kind of made at the workshops that they have mm -hmm. at Galaxy's Edge, they have like a Kyber crystal that you put inside, right? You want to pay and then that is what determines your color. <laughs> So it's like a cool kind of thing, but at the same time, it's like, oh, you guys are charging money for just changing yeah. the color, aren't you? That's, that's not the first <laughs> thing, too. <laughs> right. You've seen it on the Tron disc. And I'm sure. Yeah, they do this. Oh, thing the Holocron. Yeah, the Sith the Holocron. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> All the info was there. And this has been going on for such a long time. Like the Teddy Ruxpin. You got to pay to unlock stuff right. already there. <laughs> yeah, it's like a DLC. DLC. Yes, yes, but they're clear, uh, certainly a saying, yep, it's a RFID. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool if you like the whole lore of having a different crystal. Yeah. Like, you know, kudos to them for going the extra mile because yeah, that is how the lightsaber lore is. You're supposed to have mm -hmm. a crystal, and that's what determines your color. Well, the, the resin mold for the little Kyber crystals looks pretty cool. <laughs> right, yeah, I do like those because they look really cool. And you have like a special container and all that. Mm -hmm. So it makes it a little bit more nicer. If you want to spend the money, why not? So that is the lightsaber. Yay. It's been many years now. It's been a good amount of years. I don't know how many. It's a good upgrade. A fantastic upgrade. And um, I definitely recommend the prop maker. Feather. Um, Favorite. There's the blue of Star Wars content always out. And, uh, yeah. Iconic. Jumping into this week's prototyping? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this week's prototyping, continuing on with the Master Sword. Pretty close to getting this done. Liz did excellent job updating the code for the prop maker. And pretty much the same as the last one. Uh, big difference being that it's completely modular now. So no more hot glue. Everything just hot. Um, you can see the screws here. I'm still doing the assembly shots for that, so I didn't want to oh, yeah. put that together. But here's what the inside of everything looks like. And here you can see the prop maker. Side there, the speakers, the battery, and the LED strip. And the way you, um, the assembly for this guy is all screws. Yay, no more glue. Yay, screws. Yeah, so we're using the M25s for connecting the blades. And those uh, have enough room to just get your screwdriver in there. And then the M320 by 20 millimeter long, so it can fit all the way through. And then one of the biggest complaints with some of the like the um, the Guardian sword back there was the 
the standoffs always breaking off. So went ahead and merged. Let me just turn this off so you can see it better. Went ahead and just merged all of the standoffs with the walls. There ain't no way that's going to break off. Yeah, that's really nice. Completely part of it. So um, there's nothing that can just snap off of it. And yeah, that's a pretty, that's a really good practice on uh, when you're making standoffs. Don't make them uh, where they're just free floating in the air. Make sure they have like fillets on the bottom. So they're like glued, you know, attached to something that is a lot more sturdier than it is by itself. So every single one of those are just attached to the wall. Same thing with the little tabs here. They're super thick. Actually, it's better to show it on this one. There you go. Yeah, so these tabs right here, super thick. So even if you break um, some of it because of the way that they print the orientation, uh, they still work. <laughs> cool. Was a nice way to do that. And then the other thing, I didn't bring the other, um, the other, uh, uh, the longer blade of this because the original one that uh, Chaos Cortex made, it's so freaking long. Um, it's like a claymore. Yeah, it's like a claymore. So you, you can't even, the handle, you know, just barely has enough uh, room for both of your hands, which you're going to need both hands to actually swing that thing around. And since this is pretty much just like a toy for the kids, so uh, a lot more difficult for them to swing that around. Uh, <laughs> so I made it to where I redid the blade so that the tip, uh, can just be attached to the main, um, uh, main like this main uh, blade. So you can either have it be small, or you, if you want, you can attach that extra part to oh, make cool. it the full size. So it yeah. is compatible with uh, the other blade sections, as it were. And then uh, yeah, everything just screws together. So it's super, you know, sturdy. Even if you know, like in the game, if it breaks, you can just print what? that piece off. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Attach it. So there's right. not gonna be any glue to hold you back on that. I think the only place I'm gonna have to use glue um, is the little strip, the way that the strip's gonna hold on to the center of the blade, since I am gonna have to cut this. I'm gonna try the coroplast first, though. Right. I am gonna have to cut it to. Uh, yeah, I see how you wrapped it around. Yeah. So that's the full. Uh, length, the full meter of the NeoPixels. So 144 pixels are in there. Yeah. And then the uh, Liz was able to get all the pins transferred over and the animation works excellent on that. All the clashes, the way that the energy uh, animation goes through. Yeah. Super cool. And then we'll talk about it uh, next week. Just the way, just a little, I can't, I'm backwards here. <laughs> just the way like things like the, um, the uh, battery, the way that holds on there. Yeah, that's really Out cool. Of that, just snaps in like that. And, uh, yeah, again, with the um, using the small, short, uh, cabled oval speaker, and then I'm just using the extension to connect that into Yay. the terminal there. Yeah. <clears throat> so a lot more modular. All of the pieces have their holders that screw onto the main base of the uh, handle. So you can kind of see that there. I am using screws for, even though I probably should just switch this out to the pin, but... I'm too traumatized with little pins popping out. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, I can't. Well, because of this little pin, I got to you know, redo this project. Hmm. Um, my other thing here, too, is this, uh, this little tab here, only because I didn't want to have it on the inside of here where I wouldn't need to take out the board before I, I could even take off this whole holder. So, right. um, But it, it 
gives there's enough clearance when you insert the USB. Oh, okay. In there. So, Very good. Good. And then yeah, everything just goes on like that and just screws in. I will show this. Um, what is that rubber necked thing that I'm using to with yeah, a, like a power drill? Like an angle a, yeah. bit is what I'm right. using to get into the crevices of this. You, a regular screwdriver does fit in there, but you know, there it's a M25 by 12 millimeters long, so it is kind of you know a struggle mm. to sit there and screw it by hand. So I am using a power drill, and the only way to fit it in there is with that angled uh, bit holder. So I will show that off next week. Cool. That's how all that is. Uh, modular blade and uh, all the components. Modular. Very nice. Nice detail. Um, I guess we could talk about the funny us trying to get this 3D printed with a PC. Was it no JLC as well? Yeah. Uh, sent it in. I was like super amazed. I was like, oh my god, it's only like a dollar per piece. Uh, it's, you know order you know two pieces of this and then we get an email in the morning saying that they cannot print this for us because it looks like a weapon yeah so they have like a policy <laughs> um they're shipping customs because of that they uh, can't ship items that resemble weapons including guns uh-huh swords even though it's like a toy they don't mm -hmm. want to get in any legal trouble so they uh they deny they have to go through approval process for every part so just be aware of that. So if you're trying to make like a, a ray gun, they probably won't allow that either. Um, but other things like the D20 should work fine. Something like this, something like a a case that looks like um like a Nintendo or an old school yeah, Macintosh, like all that stuff should be fine. Mm -hmm. So just be 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 aware. Like I, this doesn't look like a weapon. It looks like a flashlight. It is a flashlight, not a oh, weapon. Yes. <laughs> This one kind of is too, but it just—it's just the shape. Maybe yeah, the, the tip. Like, oh, I mean, the file name said Master Sword on it. So they're like, oh, we ain't getting into any of these legal problems, <laughs> right? Yeah, so they uh, rejected it. Manual. They're free to do so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm kind of relieved too because it's like, oh man, now I have to you know paint it and all that. What I had done was uh, some of the filament that we were looking at last week from uh, Stronghold. Um, you, mm -hmm. were just, you saw it. There's like a blue purple dual tone one i ordered that and that's what that's I'm gonna, gonna look great so that's something the printing services can't do have like multi-tone yeah glitter colors so that'll look yeah. super nice uh, but i was interested to see how well they're i forget the the material that i picked it's whatever their default material is it's like uh, high temperature like uh, good for like working prototypes i wanted to see the strength for that and if it uh, how uh, diffused LEDs. I was right. very curious of that because when I searched for that, nobody's tested that. So, right. Oh, well. Yeah. Or something else. Yep. Yep. We'll have some more props that aren't in the shape of a sword <laughs> mm -hmm. or a gun. Yeah. There it is. All I got to do is uh, do the painting for the little, uh, the gold painting on there for the Triforce and all that. Yeah. That's going to look great. <clears throat> We got some uh, a flexible shaft, a rotating yes, flexible that's shaft. Yes, exactly what it is. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> screwdriver alternatives. If your power drill is too bulky, they also yep. have like hand cranked ones. Yeah, let me check out the one that. Is that it? No, this is no, just like no, a hand, no, my, hand my, one. No, no, no. It, 
Yeah, Mr. Sterling saying if your drill is too bulky or overpowered, because remember, you can have like a, um, oh gosh, what are those really strong ones? The driver or something? Oh, right? the impact driver. Yeah, impact driver would just strip. So, right so, uh, careful with that. Uh, so I'm glad you ordered the, what's the name? It's not the Phillip screwdrivers, the other ones, the uh, hex screws. Because yeah. I stripped so many because, yeah, even with the – it's not an impact, but, yeah, it's way more power than your hand will have. And I stripped so many of those. Uh, yeah, the Phillips ones. Yeah, I don't like Phillips. Yeah, immediately. And I tried different uh, bit, you know, bits. You know how there's different sizes for, like, the um, the Phillips heads. And I tried, like, a thin one. I tried a, uh, a thicker one. And, yeah, it stripped all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Or a good majority of them, where I was just like, "Good thing I have a whole bunch." And just kind of uh, throw them away after each time I was oh, assembling and disassembling stuff. Yeah, so like I can't reprint this. It takes freaking eight hours for one part. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Um, well, you know, we'll talk about that more. We're running a little bit out of time, oh, so crap, crap. let's yeah, go yeah. ahead and running out of energy. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. You need to rest up. Um, real quick. We have a time lapse video this week. It's time for Halloween. Halloween is Start here. Start planning your Halloween things so that when Halloween comes, you'll be all ready. So this is a really fun printed place design um, from Sun. Oh boy, what was the name? I have it here. Unsat 3D. They created an amazing, scary pumpkin monster creature. That has, has you know a, hinges for limbs, so it can move in all sorts of directions. And you use this really fun material. It's a PLA that's I guess rainbow, and you just had a good color. I got so lucky, so lucky. on the color change on yeah. the rainbow color that was coming up next, green and the orange. Dude, it looks so freaking good. I got so lucky on that. <clears throat> yeah, it can hang off of a. <laughs> yeah, I really wish I could have showcased thing. that, but that's all the energy I had for shooting this. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> so Sunset 3D has this design up on printables.com. It's a free download. Um, it looks really cool. It prints without any supports because it has a flat backing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's how you there you're able to print all the pieces. Mm -hmm. All printed place. The tolerance has worked out well then with that material. Excellent. Uh, again, the stronghold. PLA, uh, the rainbow stuff. I'm going to guess any of their stuff that they have is freaking whole strong. <laughs> there's no cleanup that I had to do. There's no like, um, usually with the time lapses, there's like, you know, hairy, you know, um, uh, over extrusions and stuff like that. Just, yeah. And look at the color change on that. It, it's changed right on like the vine details. So, and that has like that shine on it. Wow, that is a lot of detail. It's so good. Oh my god. That's amazing. Obviously, Declan's like, oh my god, I want another one. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been playing it for a while. So, you know, you know how kids are. They're throwing stuff around in it. There's nothing broken on this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah they're thick. They seem pretty thick. On the uh where the orange turn going next for you know the colors right on the pumpkin face. Oh look how he drew it up. So good. Yeah. It's really nice. This is good for uh like he's showing there off the lamp or on your window decoration. Well, giant one of these would be pretty cool. Yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, check it out. Is it a pay? I don't remember. No, it's, no, it's three. three. Yeah, it's three. Uh, he has a PayPal if you guys want to donate. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, so we took it out. If it was for pay, you know, we a lot of the yeah, stuff paid for from Colt, I'll, I'll pay for it. Yeah, I thought it was a paid for too. Mm -hmm. So excellent, very very nice, very cool. Huge shout out to Sunset 3D. Okay, and then uh, for community makes, we just have one make this week. It's our first make. Shout out to Sarah R who posted up their make of Adabot. Sarah rated it five stars and says it's such a cute, surprisingly quick project. Had to reprint a couple of the pieces 1% bigger or smaller to get the solid uh, press fit connect connections. Even huh. still, would recommend putting a little bit of super glue on the edge of the bolt because it tends mm -hmm. to pop back in when eager oh, little hands are trying to, yeah, like the kids would push mm -hmm. that in and press fit yeah. it. Uh, it printed everything in PLA at uh, 0.16 millimeters on a 0.4 nozzle and ironed the top surfaces of the pupils so that they're extra pretty. Huh. Yeah, they look very, very nice. I don't see any layer lines other than like here a bit, but that's kind of okay. And uh, pencils seem to work fine with Adabot. Mm -hmm. They chose the black button. Hey. All the colors. That looks really nice. Mm -hmm. Look at all that. Wow. <clears throat> good. Very good. Very nice. Love it. I'm so happy somebody finally made Adabot because it was a lot of work, a lot of CAD work, a lot of reprinting. Um, because the conches are so like precise mm -hmm. on Adabot for everything. Yeah. Um, I really wanted like the um, the arms to be able to bend, but also hold, and that was really difficult to do. Um, like I just couldn't. You can you can kind of see right on. Um, there's a little bit of a gap between the two arm halves because. Yeah what you're doing is you're the magnets are, are kind of sandwiching and gripping mm -hmm. onto the joints for the arm claw yeah. and the arm joint so that it can stay up when you're articulating the arm. So you have to make compromises. And that was one of the compromises I had to make was to, you're going to see a little bit of a gap because just the friction fit of the, of the parts I wanted to be able to, to move. Cause if you don't, if it was flush, his arm would just freely flop around. And uh, that's one of those things. Cool. Shout out to Sarah. Really fantastic make. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I believe that is it for the show. Yeah, man. Go and tell us tonight. So if you folks want to come on, it's going to be hosted by uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lady Ada, Philip Tyrone. They will be hosting tonight's show and tell. I'll be on there with the lightsaber. So I'll just let them know. I will be resting. Yeah, you need to rest up. <laughs> I'm so surprised you did the show. But hey. We did it for you folks. I don't want it to um, pile up. It. Yeah, I don't we want don't want to pile up. So that's good. Um, <laughs> next week, uh, we might need uh, another week to uh, to get the learn guide for the Master Sword, but that's fine. Uh, I think I should be able to. I, I'm far enough to where okay. it's well. assembling. The hardest part was converting everything into getting the screws to fit and then having the um, blade be uh, modular. Very nice. Very nice. Printing. Oh, I'll, I'll be working on this guy here with Phil B. I have these parts being printed in resin from JLC PCB. Um, so the, the this is a talking D20. It has the prop maker feather. It's uh it's got the board here and Phil B. Shout out to Phil B for this lovely idea of uh, adding pennies as a counterweight so that the both halves are equal. So uh, that's what I'm working on. This isn't prototyping segment now, but um, <laughs> so you know I'm working on that. And uh, Halloween, Halloween's X, yeah, tombstones with the head moving. Yeah, Halloween, we'll do Halloween props. Maybe you got the R2D2 back there. You got the R2D2 still, yeah. 
button sound effect thingies. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Whatever, whatever cool movie. Oh, Loki. Whatever happens in Loki. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe there's some new time batons or something. Yeah. TVA props. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one looks like a flashlight. Does not look like a ray gun or something. Uh, I'll try that one. All right. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching. Don't forget our coupon code and one later tonight. Jedi Sith is for today. We'll have another one later tonight. Don't forget JP show tomorrow. And then I believe Scott is back with uh, Deep Dives. So there's still some shows for the rest of the week. But until then, hope you guys have a good weekend. Stay safe out there, folks. Until next week, remember to make, make a great day. See you next week. Bye, folks.